So welcome to 2023, and for the next couple years, the Republicans have control of the House, but not the Senate, which means that we're not going to see a lot of policies happening in the House, which means anything that already passed the House is going to have a battle in the Senate, which includes statehood for Puerto Rico, which includes statehood for Washington, D.C., all this fun stuff. A few other measures, I'm sure, are just hanging around in the balance. Uh, those I cannot keep track of because the world moves fast and I just lose track of everything that the House was able to, you know, move to the next step before the midterms. The Democrats have a pretty good uh, momentum going, even if they lost the House. They they gained way more seats than anticipated and they shockingly gained more space in the Senate, which is it's all good. Um, I know that that little... Uh, ditzy Barbie who's down in Arizona I know that she declared herself an independent but I don't see that as a big deal that's not going to be a big deal she's her political career is so tethered and so close to like sending her to just CNN to do 11.30pm interviews that she's going to have to side with the team who's in the lead right now which is the Democrats so I'm not worried about it, about ditzy political Arizona Barbie over there. But one thing that I want to see the Democrats start doing is now that, you know, we're on these two years of downtime, start coming up with random ideas, start throwing things against the wall, start seeing what sticks, see what they can come up with that would actually create some agreement with the conservatives. And... I think the biggest thing that could create unity that would benefit this country, I'm not one that's like, oh, I only go after ideas that benefits a party. But I am always for equal and proper representation and nothing would scream proper and equal representation than providing statehood to not just a couple U.S. territories, but all of them. And I think, personally, there should be an attempt by the Democrats to create a package, a bill package, that would provide statehood to Guam, the U.S. Virgin Islands, uh, American Samoa, the Mariana Islands. Not only that, but I think there should be a way to declare statehood for uh, Long Island, which includes New York City. I think that place is so huge and so important and has so many people that it should be a city state. I, I, think, I think it's time to have that conversation. Now, of course, bipartisan is impossible to achieve in this political climate, but the Republicans aren't stupid. If they see something that would actually net them a little bit of a, of a slight advantage or potential advantage, they'll go for it. So why would they go for this bill? And before I get to that, I'm going to explain to you why I want this to pass. I think it's time that anyone that's within the United States should have equal representation. And it does not happen for those who live in U.S. territories. They have some of the U.S. rights, but not all of them. They have the, you know, the citizenship, but they don't get to vote on people. They don't have people in the House. They don't have people in the Senate. So therefore, decisions made on the federal level 
they have no power or say in these decisions. And I think that's a dated thing. It's This is something that's in the past and it should be stuck in the past. I think it's time. Even if it isn't that many Americans, as some people would argue, I think every single American should have the chance. The U.S. Virgin Islands should be allowed to help vote the next president in. I think it's very simple. Of course, Washington, D.C. should be allowed to help vote the next president in. They should be allowed to vote, you know, they should be allowed to have send two people to, to the Senate. Puerto Rico, of course, if they want to, because Puerto Rico is a separate story. It is the oldest colony in the world, practically, and I'm not here to create a laundry list, a list of which place has been affected the most by the United States, but Puerto Rico is pretty much on top. They deserve independence. Their story is a bit different. But either way, I think we should pursue statehood for all these areas and even pursue statehood for Long Island. I think between, I think New York City, all the boroughs, and Long Island should be its own state. So that way they have much stronger representation, they get more federal help, and therefore the most important city in the United States receives all the resources imaginable to keep the clock going, to keep the world moving. Because New York City, you know, like the city, like them or not, they are the centralized hub of everything. Business, commerce, trade, travel, you name it. It runs through New York City. From arts and entertainment to, you know, deliveries from Europe Everything you can think of runs through New York City. It does. Like it or not. Could other places have a little bit more of that type of power and more pull in the United States? Sure. But it all runs through New York City. Miami, you had your chance and you screwed it up. Good job, guys. Los Angeles, you know, Los Angeles is also super important. But we all know that if there is one city that represents the United States, it's New York City. And if there's one city that, if it falls apart, the rest of the country will, will feel it, it's New York City. So in my bill, this provision I'm inventing, I would have Guam, the Mariana Islands, pretty much all the Pacific Islands, U.S. Virgin Islands, and New York City become states. What would the Republicans why would they want this? So in my proposal, I think it's time to split California. I'm sorry. <laughs> I think the one way you can convince the Republicans to ever agree to such a thing is if you split California. And to tell you the truth, the honest, honest, godforsaken truth, like California is too big to be one state. Under the current political climate and the way things are set up, Cali's way too big to be one state. For those who don't know, California is the size of Japan. And, of course, with that, that would mean... I mean, California already isn't considered the largest state by land anyway, but it is a super crucial and important state 
that has had a rough political history. Take it or leave it. And the one way that there is better representation, because we have to be fair, but there are more Republicans in California than there are in like six, seven states combined. I promise you. And every election season, they don't have proper representation. They don't get to vote. You know, their vote is practically pointless under the electoral college system. It really is. And like I said, there are millions of Republicans there. There's at least like five to six million like registered Republicans, which would more than more than double the numbers of most Republican states. And I think the one way I would be able to have this package pass is if you split California, split it in half. These are wild ideas. Don't take me too seriously. But my point is I want proper voter representation and I want all, you know, all the black Caribbeans who live in the Virgin Islands to have proper representation. I want all the Polynesian people living out in the Pacific to have proper representation. And I would even take it a step further, but this is already too far. But the Native Americans deserve its own state to send people to the Senate and the House as well. But that's that's a, that's a bridge too far. Because under that bridge, I'm, I'd also split Texas. But that's... I know that'd be too much. But I think the Dems should try something. They should try something like that. Because if the Democratic Party is truly the party for representation of the people, if they are the party of the people, then you have to try harder to ensure that everyone has a voice. And as of now, in this country, we do not have equal representation at all. And that's not even including what's going on with the U.S. territories. We already have the voter suppression and the gerrymandering. But one step to slowly phase that out is to expand voting rights. And I think it starts with applying statehood to all these people who deserve it. They are part of the United States. They participate in paying taxes. They participate in being within her borders. And I think they should be allowed to vote for the president. They should be allowed to vote House members in and Senate members. Simple as that. And I think during these down, you know, these two years of downtime, I think this is the right time to do it. As they have the momentum, it's time for some crazy ideas and see what happens and see if this could actually work. One way to ease the pain of, you know, the Republicans who are upset that we're trying to push for D.C. to be a state. I don't think they're as mad about Puerto Rico because Puerto, Rican, Puerto Ricans can technically, they can technically push on to the right for, you know, more religious reasons. I'm not sure if the higher ups in the Republican Party believe that, but that's because the Republicans don't understand Latin Americans at all. They have not understood them for generations. It's a separate subject. But one way to ease the pain of D.C. becoming a state is by offering statehood to all these other regions and then be willing to split California. I think I think it's a good trade. I think it's a proper trade. I know some purists are going to get mad that I'm proposing, you know, splitting California. North California gets Sacramento as the capital. And I think L.A. deserves to be the capital city in South Cali. But that would be my idea. Um... 
And you never know because sometimes in, you know, in, in these down periods, which allows you some crazy wild ideas, something good will come up. I know I use Nintendo all the time as an example, but during their time in which they were on a transition process during the Wii U, they came out with a brand new intellectual property known as Splatoon. And, you know, one console later in the Nintendo Switch, it is now one of the best-selling properties in all of gaming, let alone Nintendo. Splatoon 3 has outsold every single video game released by the new Xbox and the new PlayStation within three days. So, you know, take that fact with a grain of salt. My point is, on this, you don't have to waste these two years. You know, sitting there and biding your time and waiting to see what happens in 2024 when the next election comes in is silly. I think it's time for some wild ideas and it's time to show the voters... You know, that vote the that voted the Democrats in the Senate and kept them in the Senate majority. I think it's time for us to be, you know, rewarded with ideas and, you know, progressive ideals that would allow for voter expansion, that would allow to eradicate some of the gerrymandering and voter suppression that exists in this country. Um I think this is this would be the right move. <laughs> this I, I think we should pursue this. I don't see the Democratic Party being as interested in providing voter rights to Guam, but I think there I think there should be I think there should be an effort. I think it would be great news and I think it would be a nice move and it is the right thing to do because the Democrats have been on the moral center of politics in the past several years. And I think to continue that, this is the right thing to do. Allow every actual American to actually vote and to actually have a voice. I don't know. We should be beyond the era of still having U.S. territories and having places that look like they're colonies. That that time should be over. The colonization thing should be done. The territory thing should be done. And another thing you can convince the Republicans of is if you have U.S. states, more U.S. states in the Pacific, that means you have to fortify them even more because they are, you know authentic, actual, legit Americans, which is another thing that would counter, of course, what they have considered the Chinese threat in the Pacific, because China, as we know, has been trying to expand. Let me rephrase. The Chinese government has been trying to expand. And one way to set up a stronger, you know, wall against that expansion is by providing these islands with full state rights, which would allow for the United States to start sending their more Navy, more military over without it looking like an escalation. It's just, hey, this is part of the deal. Now that these are U.S. states, they need more soldiers. That could be, that could be one way to convince them. That's not my personal opinion. I'm just saying that's that'd be the way I'd phrase it. I don't know. So 
um, I <laughs> put me in the House of Representatives, man. I'd be throwing so many random bills that it would just scare people. But this is very harmless. Unlike most of the ideas that I have that would, you know, definitely hinder the pockets of Democrats and Republicans alike. This one is harmless. It's harmless. It's the moral thing to do. And it would dramatically diversify the, an already diverse country even more. And it's not a, it is not an idea that would hinder Republicans in the least bit. It would expand the country's borders even further, and it gives everyone proper representation. I think this is the right thing to do. During these down, you know, these down two years, if there is one thing to explore, they should at least explore that. I think it's time that we go beyond 50 states and move towards 60 states with these areas having equal representation. That's all. Happy 2023. May it be better than the past couple years as we, you know, almost are done with this pandemic era. Almost. We're almost there. <laughs> Have a good night.